Welcome to our domain within the realm of the snoot. We are not a cult, religion, band, clique, denomination, faith, or sect, nor do we sell cookies. Yet. We are just of the opinion that our dog Max has the greatest snoot of all snoots. This broadcast contains spoilers, language, and situations that are not appropriate for everyone, especially those with sensitive puppy ears. Opinions expressed within have nothing to do with you, so don't take it personally. And please, keep your pesky politics to yourself. The snoot will have none of that. The hour of judgment has come. The snoot is upon us, and soon his decree shall be known. Tune in now for his latest assessment. What, Max? You just came in. Hmm? Mm-hmm. He's staring at you very expectantly. Just the tail. What'd you do with your bone? Where did you bury your bone? Did you bury it? Where did you bury that bone? Did you bury it good? You better go find your bone. If you don't find your bone, how will you find your balls? <laughs> Is that how that works? Where's your ball, Max? Where uh-huh. are all your balls, Maxie? In a landfill somewhere, I'm sure. They may have been fried. I don't know what they do with them. I don't know either. Where's your ball, Maxie? I really don't want to think about it. Where's your bone? Welcome. 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 Welcome to the Order of the Snoot. I'm Tab. I currently hold the rank of Snoofle, which means I'm awesome. I'm Al. I currently hold the rank of Snozzit, which means that I'm here. And we humbly serve the primordial Snoot that is Max. And you stumbled upon our top secret TV binge podcast, where we bestow our unsolicited opinions to the masses at the behest of our dog. But we are definitely not a cult. Not a cult. Just so we're clear. So, today. <laughs> <laughs> today. Today. We have things. We have things. We have such wonders to show you. I have never even seen that movie, nor do I intend to. What movie? Hellraiser. We have such wonders to show you. It's a thing he says. You know, I've seen the movie, and have I don't you? remember that. <laughs> Really? That's the yeah, only... but I was like, I was like eight. Were you eight when you saw that? Was, yeah, I was like eight. Jesus. <laughs> okay. Jesus had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> it's called Hellraiser. Yeah, and it scared me, but not for the reasons you would think. It was, it was all the makeup that, Ugh. you know, just the scary look of it. Body horror. <laughs> I can't stand very hard. But anyway, getting way off topic today. We're... We, we have two topics today. Yeah, we have two topics. We have a twofer for you. If you hear the clinkle, 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 clinkle in the background, it's because Max is trying to bury his bone. As is per normal, before Uh, the episode, we gave him a bone. bone. We're also recording uh, at mm, a different hour for us. Yes. Yeah, because of our work overtime requirements, we're recording during the weekday, so this is Max's week routine. This is true, and we're cutting into it. Oh, listen to him. Oh, puppy. He cries when he tries to bury a bone because he can't quite do it. (laughs) And that sounds so terrible. It sounds terrible, but there's nothing we can do for him. No, it sounds terrible when you say it. It sounds terrible when I say it? He cries when he tries to bury his bone. (laughs) I have no uh, comment. (laughs) It's not my fault you said it. Oh, my God. Um... Normally, he does not cry in that procedure, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, so 
So we did a uh, Netflix binge, as it were, for two docuseries. Yeah, a year apart. And uh, one of them was at the beginning of the quarantine. Mm-hmm. And the other is towards the end. Towards the end. Of the quarantine. We hope. I'm going to say it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, at least, you know, ours for now, because we're both fully vaccinated. 100%. 100%. Although in a week, that will take full effect. Yes. Because it takes two weeks for, for, it to you know, be. for each dose. Uh, and I still am very angry about it that I have all the reactions. <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't quite have the reactions you thought you would. Mm. You have itchiness. I have rash, yes. You have rash. <laughs> I have nasty rash in different places. Mm-hmm. Um, which the doctor has said is not to worry about. Just Unless it's Fred. Yes. Just move on with your life. And take Benadryl. <clears throat> Keep calm and take Benadryl. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't take Benadryl without falling asleep, so... You're tired today. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, we watched two series. We watched uh, Tiger King. And, and uh, The Cecil Hotel. Yes. Full title... A uh, crime scene disappearance at the Cecil Hotel. Yes, but I believe no reason to have that full. No reason title. to have a full title. I we just know <clears throat> it as the Cecil Hotel. Yeah, Tiger King we saw a year ago when it came out when it was popular, and I think it's it's the more amusing of the two. It is. I mm-hmm. wouldn't say that it is the best thing I've ever watched, but no. for the time when we had nothing else to do, uh huh. Um. If you sit back and take amusement in it, uh-huh. it's pretty good. It's pretty good, yes. If you just, if you just, it's good to watch it unfold because each episode, it's seven episodes, mm-hmm. not including the, the. Tell all. Yeah. That's a good word for it. Yeah. Tell all. That they did via Skype because uh, quarantine. Yeah. Seven episodes. Each one a little crazier than the last. Yes, but you have to be willing to sit through it. Sit through it. Yes, yeah. I tried to get my sister of all people to watch it. She couldn't. She could not. She was very angry at me for suggesting <laughs> it. She um, got like three episodes in, right? No. Really? She got one and a half. I thought she got to the to the third to the Carol husband murder. Um, I think they bring that up before then. Do they? I'm not sure. Huh. She didn't get. She didn't have to go very far. You can see most of it at the time. It was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but she was not happy with it. She found it boring. I found it amusing. I think it would be even more amusing if I were drunk. <laughs> uh, oh, let's dig in. Joe Exotic. Mm. Mm. He is the main character, mm-hmm. as to speak. He's not a character. He's a person. He's a person. Yeah, it's a documentary, but yeah. for... The purposes of the piece of entertainment we watched, the documentary character. Character. Sure. <laughs> yeah, the man, the myth, the legend. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> he has a lot of of tools in his belt, so to speak. A lot of eccentricities. Yes. Um, obviously, he's the he is the uh, owner of his own zoo. Yeah, the Tiger King, as it were. Yes. Uh, eponymous character is that what it's called when? Your the thing is named after you. I honestly have no idea. It's something like that. I'm gonna say it sounds smart, and we're gonna go with it. We're gonna go with it. Damn it. Okay. Works, works for me. So but, yeah. Yeah. He he has the zoo. He has the zoo. He does a lot of of tiger the, stuff. The GW Zoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tiger shows. Tiger uh, like 
They're all big cats, I think. Yes. Well, and and reptiles. Reptiles, monkeys here yeah. and there. Tigers but his main, main focus, yeah, are the tigers. Yes. And um, and breeding the tigers, mm-hmm. which is a stupid thing to do in captivity, but. Yeah, I think there there were like groups protesting and breeding tigers or something like well, that. Well, because he would breed them, then uh-huh. take the cubs and use the cubs for shows and. That's right. Stuff of that nature. And then he would overbreed them. I forgot about that. Yeah. Him, the scene where he's like, uh, he's birthing the the cub and then he takes it from the mother and brings it in the house. He's like, oh, these, these fuckers are keeping me up all night. It's like, then bring it back to their mother. mother yeah. What are you doing? No, he's handling them to make them human friendly because he takes them for petting and yeah. for pictures oh, and That's right. Mm-hmm. He has he's the one who has the petting zoo. Yeah. And Carol's like, No. Yeah. No. It we is should. it is wrong. Yes, we should mention at this point that Carol Baskin is his uh nemesis, as it were. Yes. She runs he's in he's in uh like Louisiana or something like that. Oklahoma. He's, he's in Oklahoma. Okay, yeah. That's right. I and, it was Oklahoma. And she is in Florida. She runs Big Cat Rescue. And uh, on a p- first appearance, she seems to be the saner one. Kind of. Kind, kind of. of hippie-ish. More hippie. She's the... Very laid back, she's slow talk. Very much the antithesis. She... Yes. She has, like, web series where she talks in front of a camera, and it's in front of a green screen, and it's usually, like, a um, like a sky kind of calm setting, and she has the flower crown, long hair, and she is known for opening her broadcast by saying, hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Which, in and of itself, is kind of a cool thing to say. That's nice, yeah. It's not nice coming out of her, though. It just seems weird. It seems weird. She's just so... <laughs> She seems high, <laughs> drugged, drugged in some fashion. A little bit out of it. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> like not... she hasn't quite left the the van yet. We are not our official statement right now. Legally speaking, we are not saying Carol Baskin takes drugs. No. She just seems like she just it. seems she like just it. seems like she does. And for all I know, what she's doing is taking ketamine. The you know the the tranquilizers they use on the cats. Oh my! I don't know. I don't know either. She might just be high on life. Could be. That's that's the greatest high of all time. <laughs> <laughs> so high. I am so high right now on life. So high on life. Mm-hmm. Man. I can, uh-huh. see, I can see colors. Of course I do all the time. I was going to say, you don't know. you see colors all the time? <laughs> yes. Spe- I see more colors than normal. I'm going to call that one Blello. Blello. <laughs> <laughs> There's a future um, episode for us. Uh, Blello. Blello. Uh, Malcolm in the Middle Malcolm reference. in the Middle, for those in the know. But yes. So, yeah, Carol Baskin, we're just hitting the surface right here. Uh, but, okay, so we'll go back a little bit. We'll so go back, We got yeah. Joe. Joe is a master of many trades. Uh, he does music. Yes, kinda. Kind well, he would have you believe that he is a music all star when technically he pays people to write and produce the music he just lip syncs to in, in videos. Uh huh. Um, and then he's he's running for office, or he pays he has, people to sing. Just yes, as just to clarify, produce. Yeah. Yes. 
Anyway, he's also run for office several times, including for president and governor. Uh-huh. Um, In a row. Yes. And he's very adamant that he will not cut his hair or wear a suit. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> which, you know, technically I would have been like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. But, damn. Doesn't he wear a suit in the music videos? He wears a uh, preacher get-up. Ah. Because, you know, he is ordained. Yes, in the same tradition that you are. Yes. The Universal Life Church. I am very ordained. Mm-hmm. I can marry people. I can baptize people. Mm-hmm. I could probably circumcise people. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't, I, though. I don't think that's... Um, I don't think you need to be ordained to do I think you need to have a medical license to do that. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I feel like a bris... Does oh, not yeah, require a medical a, license. Performed by a rabbi. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! I feel like I could, mm. I could totally perform that if need be. Uh huh. I'm not saying it would be good, or that people wouldn't faint, <laughs> or that I wouldn't scream, or um, or that the other person wouldn't scream. Um, I'm sure the baby's gonna scream. Mm-hmm. Just ah ah. Snip. Ah, ah. <laughs> I just bring in a cigar cutter. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay. I know that's not how that works. Oh my just, god. Just in case anybody out there is thinking I'm really <laughs> gonna snip oh. somebody with a cigar, that that's not gonna. All I'm thinking is the that that scene in uh, Robin Hood Man Tights. It's like, how's this work? Oh, first you take <laughs> the thing, then lip, uh, snip the tip. Any volunteers? No, 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 no. Okay. It's been a while since you've seen yes, that. Yes, it yeah. has. All I can think of is lend me your ears. <laughs> yeah. Not literally. <laughs> anyway. So anyway, yes. Wild tangents. Uh. So uh, yeah. He is he, ordained. He, he wears his preacher collar a lot. He fucking hates Carol Baskin. He does. As he, this is his words, not ours. Quote, that bitch Carol Baskin. Yes, he likes to call her that. He likes to call her that a lot. And I don't know how, like, even before, you know, spoiler alert, he's in jail right now. Yes. You know, I I don't think that's uh, much of a spoiler. But. (laughs) Well, it shouldn't be. It was all over the news. It was all over the news recently. He was in jail. He caught COVID. Yes, he did. He's now, you know, going through other shit in jail. Yeah. He tried to get. Pardoned. Pardoned by yeah. Trump. Yes, he did. Uh, and uh, he did not. He had a limo waiting for him and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was disappointed. <laughs> but Well, you know. Yeah. But anyway, so... <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know how he didn't get himself in a lawsuit like from all the slander he put on her before. I know, right? Yeah. He had a public access television show. Uh-huh. He also had an internet, internet, uh, internet, an internet thing, <laughs> an internet show, mm-hmm. uh, whatever you want to call it, a cast. Yeah. A, um, a web, a web series. Web, web series. Web okay. show, whatever. Um, where he did nothing but defile her name. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a lot. Yeah. And... We're not, we don't know why. Do we I'm, know I'm why? I'm sure they probably at some point glossed over it. 
Yeah. But it never really stuck because you were too, too focused on the crazy. Yeah, the crazy and just, I don't know. He's She she slighted him in some way, or at least he feels that way. Yeah, I'm sure that's... Yeah, and she just kind of goes, whatever. Yeah. You know, she blows the whole thing off. Like, because um, as it gets into the third episode, hello, we have we have a cat present. Oh. Hello, oh my. Theo. Hello, Theo. Oh, hi, Max. Oh, he's going to bump the mic. Who, Max or Theo? No, Theo. No, he's not. And even if he does, oh well. Mm-hmm. He wants to say hi. Hello. There he goes. We're talking about big cats. He's a big cat. He's a big cat. He's a honkin'. He's a heckin' chonker. Heckin' chonker, I'm sorry. <laughs> honkin' chonker. A honkin' chonker as well as, yeah. <laughs> heckin' chonker. So, yeah. The number one thing that Joe picks on Carol for is he suspects, um, although he has no proof, even though, well, he has no evidence. He has no real evidence. He has no real evidence. Nobody does. Uh, that Carol killed her second husband. Second husband. He believes this with all his being. Yeah. <laughs> to an obsessive point. To an obsessive degree. And, you know, I don't know that I could ever see Carol having enough. Yeah. Oomph behind anything she does. <laughs> to do that. To do that. Because yeah. she's so laid back. Yeah. Now, to be clear. The means which he thinks that uh, this happened, is it that he thinks that she, like, sucked one of the cats on him, or that he, or that she killed him and fed him to cats, yes? Um, both. He's not sure. He's not sure. He's not sure. But he knows he for knows, sure. Yeah, he knows for sure that, that she either fed him to the, sorry, yeah, fed him to the cats, uh-huh. or buried him under the septic tank. One of those two. Because those are... So similar. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Uh-huh. And he even made a music video about it. Yes, he did, called Here Kitty Kitty. Uh, we'll play some of it right here. Oh, here kitty kitty. Oh, mama's got some treats for you. Oh, here kitty kitty. Yep, that's basically the essence of the song. Yeah, um, and he has a great Baskin lookalike. Yes, does like you get close-ups of her and everything Mm -hmm. it looks just like her i think when we they showed it uh excerpts from it in the um like in the dock and uh she's like did he actually get what's happening yeah did she play in the music video about her killing someone Uh no no it wasn't her but it looks a lot like her it looks it's a spinning image i don't know where he got but anyway yeah, no, he's convinced that she probably fed him to tigers. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, she is strange. Her third mm-hmm. husband, uh-huh. she does get to do weird things, like dress in unitards and act right, like he's well, a cat. Yeah, cat, doesn't she, like, have him on a leash in that yeah, photo? Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird shit. It's, I mean, whatever yeah. they're into, they're into it, and That's they're into great. it hardcore. No shame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No tea, no shade, no pink lemonade. <laughs> Whatever. Mm-hmm. I just, uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. She's, she's into the shaming, I think. I think so. I think she might be. 
the whole thing is built up around mm-hmm. around this, how he thinks that Carol Baskin has murder, murdered her second husband. Mm-hmm. And he talks about on his his web series and his access show how he wants to prove it or shoot her or kill her. Something. Like, he has some he, really quite grotesque, like... Like, it's not just talking. Doesn't he do, like, a little puppet show where he, like, shows a cutout of her with, like, X's of the eyes or something like that and, like, uses yes. it as a puppet? Yeah, he, he does all kinds of stuff. He yeah. sits outside of her sanctuary down by the uh, mm-hmm. the sign yeah. and puts on a little a little show mm-hmm. protesting her sanctuary and... yeah. And uh, it's pretty grotesque, too. And I just... Yeah. I, I don't know how he gets away with it. Ah, uh, well, well, he didn't in the end. I Well, yeah, but that was for... Yeah, was I for guess some, it, it yeah. was for that, actually. Was it? Yeah, well, kind of. It was for trying to hire a hitman to take her out. Yes. And that's, like, getting into, like, the sixth episode. Yeah, and which... That's, yeah, that's what happened to him. Like... Ooh, it's crazy. Um, He's set up more or less, but we're going to... Yeah, we're going to... Hold gonna... on, we got to talk about some other characters, including um, the uh-huh. guy who films a lot of it. Uh-huh. Uh, Rick Kirkham. Mm-hmm. Who was uh, part of Inside Edition at one point. Was he really? He was, did he yes. work for it? He did. Ah. And I like Inside Edition. Yeah, I did too. I grew up with that. I Only because it's interesting and funny. Mm-hmm. Not normally is it serious, but... <laughs> didn't, uh, didn't... Bill O'Reilly worked for Inside Edition. Is that where he did the the famous uh, "fuck it, we do it live" speech? I am not sure. Ooh, I need to look this up. For those who want to look that up, just look at Bill O'Reilly going crazy on camera. It's not in the broadcast, but somebody, some intrepid soul, recorded it on the set, uh, like the lead up to like an ending thing, where he's just losing it at the teleprompter guy. Oh wow. It's funny. Um but anyway. So there's there's Rick Kirkham. He Rick surrounds Kirkham. himself with interesting people and Rick Kirkham is one of them. Uh-huh. He um produced his TV show. Mhm. And um he was part of this docu series, obviously. Not this docu series, but another one. No, this one. This he was part of this one? Yeah. Oh, he helped produce it? No, he was part of it. Part of it. Okay. As in he took part in it. Okay. Cuz he had a lot of footage. Right. That's okay. okay. Um, that that makes sense. And you know he thinks Joe's crazy half the time. Yeah. And I think that's the reason he keeps filming him. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, this shit's too good. Yeah. Yeah. And then he loses all of his footage, you know, practically in the burning of the alligator. Yeah. In habitat and habitat. There are mysterious circumstances that I don't think they ever solved. No. Um. The uh was the I like alligator habitat. Like you said, and it burned down and it contained most of the footage he shot for this thing. And there was some suspected motive that the documentary was trying to point to. Well. I forgot what it was. Something was caught on camera, I think. Right. And the footage was in there and, oh, what a coincidence. It burned down. Burned down. Killed a lot of. Killed a lot of animals. Crocs and gators. and Yeah, which is. Terrible. Ooh, yeah. We're, um, like, other than, you know, proclaiming these people are nuts. Mm-hmm. Like, Joe, Carol, every, almost everybody. 
we're not taking sides. No, we're not taking no, sides. No, we are very objective in this, in that, except to say these people are nuts. Well, it's just fun uh, to point out some of the characters, like um, mm-hmm. Saf. Saf, yes. Uh, he who was referred to as a she throughout yeah, the whole thing. throughout the whole thing, which we don't, we don't discover until, like, eighth episode, like the thing they yeah. point out. Of course, I heard outside of that, but what was that? He's trying to bury the bone. He's trying to bury the bone. Back by the gate. <laughs> Anyway, um, Safi, yes. he's he's lost an arm, mm-hmm. and they show you during the show how he lost his arm, which was mm-hmm. by being stupid and sticking his arm in one of the tiger cages, mm-hmm. and uh, how <laughs> after this happens, they catch the whole thing on film, by the way. Mm-hmm. Nobody stops the filming a- after he loses his arm. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, so he, they, they don't show it, do they? I forget. Yes, they do. They show him putting his arm in there mm-hmm. and being stupid and then losing his arm. Well, not really losing it so much as it being attacked. Right. And then them pulling him away from the cage and being mm-hmm. on the ground and screaming for help. Uh-huh. And they're still filming. Uh-huh. And, you know, they're calling 911 and then Joe comes running out and somehow he's wearing the EMS <laughs> bomber jacket. EMS bomber jacket. I remember seeing a meme. It's like, man, this this drip cannot take a backseat for one goddamn second. No, he cannot. No. And I'm not saying he didn't perform good. Right, like EMS service or whatever. Yeah, because he did do some good first aid. Yeah, he took the time to put on the damn jacket, though. He did take and, the time to put on the jacket. And he said, and I quote, "This is going to ruin me financially." Yes, or no, ruin me. Or no, it's I. I'm never going to financially recover from this. Yeah, which is quite a thing to say when one of your best like keepers have lost their arm. One of your best keepers who put their arm in there stupidly to begin with, yeah, yeah, then true. then gets an attack. Yeah, it goes to the hospital uh-huh. and is back within a week because he chooses to have the arm amputated rather than the operations to save it. This is true. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Ooh. Whatever. Yeah. Continues to work there. Mm Mm-hmm. Just, I'm not going to say happy as can be, because, I don't know. I don't think anybody there is truly happy, but. No. But, yeah, he, yeah, Joe, uh, in that scene, goes into the gift shop and is like, everybody gets, like, everybody has to leave. You can take an item half off or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a non-exaggerated <laughs> impression. Yeah, he's got an interesting. He's got an interesting draw. Draw. Mm-hmm. He's got. He's got this kind of thing going on. That's <laughs> just the way he talks. Just You're the way he so talks. mean. No, I'm not mean. This is how he talks. That bitch, Carol Baskin. <laughs> she definitely killed her husband. I could prove it someday. Somehow. Someday. Somehow. Yeah, oh it's even worse than that. I'm not doing it justice. But anyway. Anyway, so Saf was one of them. Saf was one of them. And then um, he mm-hmm. has three husbands going on down the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of which, the first of which is John. Uh-huh. Who um, is got bad teeth, no hair, and he, tattooed up. He is, throughout the entire thing, shirtless. Yes. Yes, he is known for being shirtless on camera the entire time. He's got to show off that bod. It's the only thing he's got going he's for him. Got to show off those sweet tats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. One of which, uh, the most prominent one, is one of Joe himself on his stomach. Mm. Mm-hmm. Why not, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was his first husband, who he married at the age of 19. Mm-hmm. But John was 19, not Joe. Not Joe. And no. then um, while he's married to John, he also marries one Travis. Mm-hmm. Um, and Travis and John are both having drug addiction. Mm-hmm. Whom uh, they speculate that Joe controlled them through drug, drug addiction. Mm-hmm. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah. Which, you know, <laughs> with the teeth and everything else. Although John... And the, protest that his teeth were not like that because of drugs. The mm-hmm. Joe throughout the entire thing. Yeah, the extreme sniffing, which is a sign of uh, uh, cocaine. Use. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it it eats away at your sinuses. Yep. Mm-hmm. So so that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Um. So you've got Travis, and um, mm-hmm. Travis is a gun fanatic as well. Yes. And he does stupid shit. Yes. Including killing himself on camera by accident. Yes. Like, he was, um, and they show the footage, but it's, you know, uh, he was a little off camera. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the person that's watching him is firmly on camera. And, you know, you hear him playing with the gun. And, uh, if I recall, mind, we saw this a year ago, but I recall, like, he... He's like, oh, no, this thing doesn't work. It's not loaded or whatever, which are famous last words. Which I click. Yeah, uh, you hear the gunshot. Yeah. And you see the reaction. Yeah, which is a long time, like. An extreme. Extreme disbelief. Yeah. Like, you didn't just, like, you're, like, you're, this is a put on, right? Those right. Those are blanks and you're faking, right? Kind of a thing. Of course not, because and, you also see the blood splatter all yeah. over the dude. Oh, that's true. And he just, complete disbelief. Well, shock. Shock. Shock and awe. Shock and awe, yes. Which is very natural. It's a very natural thing for Mm -hmm. somebody when you see something that traumatic in front of you to just freeze and go, what? What? Just, this did not just happen, right? Right. Right. So that, I can't blame the guy for. In fact, I think that guy who saw it was the most sane of them all and still. He was. Uh, His name. Josh. Joshua. Yes. Uh, we, in our opinion, he's the only sympathetic guy in the bunch. Yeah. For mm-hmm. s- some reason, he became Joe's campaign manager mm-hmm. when Joe was running for either president or governor. I can't remember which. Whichever. Running for office. Running for office. And mm-hmm. he's the only kind of sane one in there. Tries to keep everybody kind of mm-hmm. on the ground, as it were. And Fine. then for yeah. that to happen... Mm-hmm. Oh, poor dude. Oof. Yeah. Hell of a thing to witness. Mm. Jesus. Terrible. Uh, the reason it's on camera, we have to say, I think it's security footage. I think so, but I, I don't want to be quoted on that. Yeah, I don't know, because there is know. sound with it, so, yeah, not sure. But yeah, they were recording everything anyway all the time. That's true. That's true. But so. it was it was a very static camera, like nobody was behind it. Right. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, anyway. Um, Travis dies, and they have a funeral for him. They do. And, and uh, Joe gives a eulogy while wearing his preacher get-up. Mm-hmm. And during his eulogy, he's eulogizing Travis's balls. Yes. Um, oh, God. It, mm. It's a whole interesting thing. They're called his golden nugget. Uh-huh. He used to teabag him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he goes on about that for a nice little while, the whole time sniffing and snorting and... Mm-hmm. 
all that good stuff. Yeah. So that's how Joe gives eulogies. I guess so. Uh, there's also he immortalizes him with a um, like a little monument that's basically like a, an ATV, whatever those are called. Yes, uh, like a four wheeler. Yeah. One of Travis's favorite things. Yeah, just puts in this little sculpt, little sculpt, like sculpture type of sculpture thing. Sculpture thing, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's life size. Obviously, it's an mm-hmm. actual ATV. Uh huh. Um, yeah, that's how he memorializes them. It's very strange. It's very strange. Yeah, and this guy, uh, just from everything we've seen about him, like on camera or whatever, it's he's crazy. He's he's one of the crazier ones. So it's really weird to just like see like see everybody go. Oh, I'm not saying that you know. He's a human life. Yes. Obviously. He was like, their friend. Anyway. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just interesting. It's a, yeah, it's a whole thing. It's a whole part of the show where I just sat and bl- just believed going, he uh, really just said that. Uh-huh. He really just said all that. And she wow. Okay. Okay. All right, then. This is who he is. Yeah. And there's... um. Two months later, he gets married to his next husband, Dylan. Dylan. Mm-hmm. Mm. Who is also 19, by the way. Yeah, at the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, good lord. Yeah. Yeah, he's real into the young guys. Yeah, I'm gathering this. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, uh... Yeah, Dylan is uh, currently, I think we learned this after the show, currently he's divorcing Joe. Yeah, you do. You learn it much. much yeah. In fact, that's a very current development. Yes. So, yes, he's decided he's going to because he can't just keep doing this jail relationship. Yes. So. Yeah. But yeah, he's he and John are they have his husbands. They have like pictures of all three of them like on like naked on like tiger skin rugs, right? I believe so. I think so, yeah. Which is terrible. He runs a tiger sanctuary. I know. And he has tiger skin rugs. Which you know, you find out throughout this whole thing that he was killing tigers too because he was breeding mm. them, selling them, and then overpopulating his zoo, so he had yeah. to make room for the others. That was the whole thing. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, if if Carol has any grudge against Joe, well, I'm sure there is some, like, begrudging of, you know, the uh, the constant husband. Harassment? Harassment. Yes. That's a good word for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the exact word for it. But, you know, I think she tried, she also said, like, he's killing his tigers. You know this, right? Well, he's breeding them illegally. <laughs> yes. Because it is illegal. And he even bred ligers. Yeah. Which are lion-tiger crosses. Yeah. I mean, he, he bred all kinds of animals. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he was doing it illegally. He was causing overpopulation within his zoo. Mm-hmm. He was selling them illegally. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was taking them places illegally. Mm-hmm. So he, he was doing a lot of stuff he should not be, yeah. which ultimately led to the death of other animals within the zoo, which is even more terrible to think about. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because, you know, he brings them into the world, raises them for a certain amount of time, and then kills them. And they didn't do anything wrong. No. No, they did not. So that is the saddest part of the show. Uh, it really brings that to the forefront. Yeah. It's just people don't necessarily pay attention to it. Because mm-hmm. they're too focused on the Carol Basket thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the things, I think, if this... 
if this doc is um, guilty of anything, is exactly that. Just not kind of ignoring that part a little bit. Mm -hmm. I think the first time, like, within the documentary that I really thought about just the fact that, hey, these animals are really kind of being abused, huh? Just, not just by Joe, but all the way around. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, I think people did point out, like, yeah, nobody's really caring about these cats. It wasn't Joe, but somebody, like, smuggling, like, tiger cubs into Vegas hotels. Oh, well, that was, um, his partner later on. What's his face? Jeff? Yeah. Jeff Lowe? Jeff Lowe? Yes. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like, to impress, to impress women. And to make money. To make money, yeah. Just like, hey. I got a tiger cub up in my uh, hotel room. Want to see it? Oh, sure. That was a terrible impression. Yeah, Jeff Lowe swooped in to be his business partner, you know, to give him money, save the zoo. Mm-hmm. And he really just caused the downfall of it. Just didn't really stop it. Nope. But um, at one point during the docuseries, you see that they're running out of money to the point where he would take expired meats mm-hmm. from... Uh, other from, places. Yeah, from like grocery store chains. Mm-hmm. Which which yeah. I believe is illegal, by the yeah. way. Big, big dump trucks full. Full of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, he would serve it to the tigers. He would serve it to his staff. His staff. And then he started a pizza place within his zoo. And mm-hmm. he used it on the pizza. Mm-hmm. Ew. Yeah, you never know what you're getting, people. Ew. Had to have been freshly expired, right? I, you know, there's no way to really tell. Uh, yes. Jeff comes in and he brings with him Alan Glover, mm-hmm. who um, is a handyman, mm-hmm. who is uh, very redneck. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also missing some teeth, if I remember correctly. I don't remember at all. Uh, he lived in a trailer. Well, not even a trailer. It was one of those silver... Yeah, the Twinkie trailer. Is that what it's, that's not what it's called. They're called Airstream. Airstream, okay. Yeah, officially, but they're they're Twinkie trailers. I say it looks like a silver bullet. I can't remember what they're called. <laughs> they're called Airstream, I yeah. believe. He lived back there, and he was terrible at his job. Uh-huh. And he did nothing but give everybody grief. Everybody hated him. I vaguely remember this, actually. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, and then he was the first person that... Um, mm-hmm. That Joe tried to hire to uh, kill Carol Baskin. Or at least according to him. According to him. Uh, Joe permanently denies that. Of course. Uh, Allegedly. Allegedly. That's the word. Allegedly. So he took the money and ran. Mm Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, (laughs) But yes, uh, there were were two or three um, total hitmen. I think two. Two. Because mm-hmm. the second one went through the other dude mm-hmm. with no neck, James Garretson. <laughs> dude with no neck. That's the way I think of him. <laughs> it's <All right>. funny. <laughs> we we have our notes, James Garretson, uh, and the last the last comment we have on here is has no neck. Yes, <laughs> because that's what I told you. <laughs> I know. And I'm just like, okay, has no neck. Because <laughs> <laughs> he has no neck. He's like a beefy guy and i know like his head is beefy looks like a south park character and and it sits on his shoulders (laughs) i don't know how else to put that yeah 
But yes, he, uh, I think, like, he was working under Joe, and then... Or was uh, he just Joe's friend? I forget. Oh, it's terrible. It's been a, it's been a year since we watched it, but we wanted to say... Yeah, we want to say... Some stuff about it, yeah, so... Yeah, he's, uh, he, he, he knew Joe beforehand, and he just, I think he saw just some behavior or some sort of activity that alarmed him, so he became, he went to the FBI. He became an informant. Yeah, I think he. I think he found out about the plot. I honestly can't remember, and I don't want to say something and that's wrong. That's true. Yeah, we don't want to. Yeah. Um, but. But he's the one who introduced Joe to the second hitman, who was really an undercover FBI agent. Who yes. then Joe tried to hire to kill Karen, or Carol. Carol. Yeah. Karen. She might as well be Karen. <laughs> yes. Oh, Carol. And it didn't work out for him. No. We all know how that ended. We all know how it ended it with him in jail. Uh, some of the interview footage is like, um, is Joe like talking over a phone line from prison. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we know from the beginning that's where he is. Oh, of course. Yeah. And of, co- yeah, of course, we have a lot of interview footage of uh, like him being interviewed for the camera. I think for this documentary. Yes, it was for this documentary. Mm-hmm. Which means they've been working on it for a while. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't just for the documentary. It was for his show and everything else. Yeah. It was... They, they were constantly taking footage. It never a, stopped. There's a lot of footage of mm-hmm. the man. Yes. Yes, he was a little bit of a um, uh-huh. narcissist. Just, just a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. I mean, just he liked to blow uh, himself a lot and... Uh, Stared himself in the water. Stared himself in the water. <laughs> mm-hmm. Isn't that how Narcissus did it? Maybe. He likes to he likes to dress up like Lisa Frank and <laughs> <laughs> Like one of Lisa Frank's drawings. Drawings, exactly. Yes. Not like Lisa Frank herself. Uh no. Yeah. He he would dress up like one of her drawings, <laughs> go on camera, then mm. watch his video. Yes. Oh go wait. First he would go on camera to videotape himself looking at himself. Uh huh. And then he would watch the tape of himself looking at himself. Jesus. That yeah, I it's, believe that would be how it would work. It's like a, a fucked up version of the Norman Rockwell self portrait. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Only he's not making art. No. Well, he thinks he is. He thinks he is. Yeah. So oh, yeah, we we tried to watch because we just remember the uh, the parts of the Here Kitty Kitty video. And we, I remember us going, wow, he sings like that? That's awesome. And then, of course, very disappointing to hear, no, he, that's not him. He's lip-syncing, and he also didn't write it. Nope. Even though he will claim he did. He will claim he did. And totally. he'll claim he's singing it, too. Yeah. But he, he's not. And, and we tried to watch the video, and it, it you know, elements of it are um entertaining but then as it goes on it's very repetitive and it's boring. very repetitive and boring it's just her feeding lion or feeding tigers meat meat uh mixed with like dummy head hands yeah it, they're teasing tigers as well. teasing tigers with meat and all that but and, yeah yeah uh, so just uh, mm. one of the more interesting parts Mm-hmm. Which I get to scream, Colt on! Colt! Was the, uh, when they started talking to Doc Antle. Uh-huh. Uh, and they talked to some of his girls. Yes. Because all of Doc Antle's helpers are 
girls. Mm-hmm. And they are treated poorly and kept in more or less a horse stable. Uh-huh. And they work from 7 a.m. to midnight every day. Mm-hmm. Tending to his tigers. Tending to his tigers. And they have to call him Lord. Yes. And he gives them breast implants. Uh. And, um... Yeah, he's, he has at least three wives that uh-huh. we meet. Uh-huh. I'd say that all the girls are his wives, <laughs> if you get my drift. Yeah. Um, mm. And he also, you know, is is doing things with tigers that he should not be. Mm-hmm. Um, he is accused of killing the tigers as well. Mm-hmm. I, and selling them. Yeah. This is a dude who I think that, uh, for the purposes of this documentary, they don't talk to. They have plenty of footage of him, but I don't think they talk to him. They talk to him a little bit. Do they? But he doesn't understand the way they're portraying him Uh, until it comes out. uh Uh-huh. Which, I don't know that there's a better way to portray him. No. He looks like a cult master. He is a cult master. Mm -hmm. He is a tiger cult master. Tiger cult master. Uh, oh boy! So that's a nice little interesting side note. You meet a lot of different people in the business through this, mm-hmm. and that's what makes it interesting to just look at the cult of personality, as it were. Exactly. And be like, what? All these, all the big cat people have uh, big personality. It's true. And they're all crazy. Extremely. Oh my god! It's um, it's a circus. It's almost literally circus. It is, mm-hmm. um, and I have to say that if it weren't for the pandemic, uh huh, I probably would not have sat through it. Yeah, I remember having it presented to me and going, "Huh," and I presented it to you, and you went, "Huh." Yeah, because it sounds interesting. Yeah, and you start watching it, and it's just kind of like, "What?" Mm-hmm. But we had nothing else to really do. Yeah, I think that if we had all the stuff that we have now, mm-hmm. this would have fallen. Yeah. Through the cracks easily. Yeah. Um, so while it's interesting to a degree, I think you could get away with watching the parody uh-huh. and be far more entertained and still be informed. Yes. The specific parody we are talking about is uh, we will post it um, as part of the blog. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is... It's a 10 episode thing mm-hmm. uh, by Monica... Monica Ortega. Ortega. Mm-hmm. It's called Tiger King, the parody. See? And, and she plays every character. And uh, her dogs are the tigers. Yes. Which, mm-hmm. it's it's spot on. Yes. It goes through each episode. Uh-huh. Uh, it sums it up perfectly, and she makes it funny. There you go. And just, she does the voices well. She does. Just watch those. Yes, I would say that if you want a lighter version mm-hmm. that takes far less time, Mm-hmm. Gives you all the same information, mm-hmm. and you get a laugh without thinking about all the tiger deaths. Yes, that's the way to do it. There you go. Boom. But otherwise, I'm. I wouldn't necessarily say that it was like an all thumbs up thing that I would say everybody should watch. Yeah. So, uh, Max, what do you give this? A growl. I think that's a growl. I'm pretty sure that that's a, uh, that's, I don't really care. That's the the whine of indifference. Yeah. <laughs> he did like the tigers. He likes the tigers, yeah. He liked watching them. He barked at them a lot. Yes, he did. He told them who was boss. Yes. You invade, you come into my house 
He invaded <laughs> my territory. My territory. And he would tell them about it, and they would disappear. So yes. he was pretty sure that he was... That he chased off the tigers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Telling them what was what. Mm-hmm. And Theo was indifferent. It's like, yeah. uh, cats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, good. That's exactly what happened, too. <laughs> yeah. He was like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that's how cats view each other. Eh. Cats. Yeah. Stay the fuck away from me. <laughs> That's exactly how it worked, too. And my food. Uh. <laughs> so, um, in between this and Cecil, uh-huh. we do have a commercial. A commercial break. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Ron Reagan, an unabashed atheist, and I'm alarmed by the intrusions of religion into our secular government. That's why I'm asking you to support the Freedom From Religion Foundation, the nation's largest and most effective association of atheists and agnostics, working to keep state and church separate, just like our founding fathers intended. Please support the Freedom From Religion Foundation. Ron Reagan, lifelong atheist, not afraid of burning in hell. Let me ask you. Uh Uh-huh. Are you afraid to burn in hell? I am not afraid to burn in hell. Do you think Joe is afraid to burn in hell? I'm pretty sure he is not afraid to burn hell as long as there are tigers. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason, only reason we play this commercial uh huh, is because it's a perfectly legitimate commercial. It's a good commercial. Uh-huh. It has a good argument, a good meaning to it. Uh-huh. It's that very last line he says that just <laughs> gives it that extra kick. Mm-hmm. And it's Ronnie Reagan. Uh, we ran this past my dad, who was an ordained minister. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's Ronald Reagan Jr. We're both like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he wants separation of church and state the way it should be. And uh, I can't argue with that. No. But, so, but the, the commercial, it just. <laughs> just that last line. It's just that last line. And I caught it. Uh-huh. The first time I saw it uh-huh. was during the Colbert Report. Yes, or the his show, the Colbert, Colbert show. I'm yeah, sorry, late night with Stephen Colbert. It's always going to be the Colbert Report to me. I know, but yes, it was, it was during, and I thought that it was part of the show. Uh huh. Because of that last line, and then I realized <laughs> it was not. It was an actual commercial, and I was like, mind blown. Uh huh. Um, I, okay. Okay. I approve of this commercial. <laughs> I approve of the way he just. Blows uh, your mind and gets your attention. <laughs> yeah. Not afraid to burn in hell. <laughs> Not afraid to burn in hell. It's just such a weird statement in any commercial. It really is. That's uh-huh. what just makes you stop and go, what? Out of context, in context, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, we hope you enjoy the commercial. We will also put a link to that. Yes. Just for you to get your kicks and go, what? What? Okay. Uh, sure. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> cool. Uh, so, our, our commercial break was one commercial. Glorious. 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 So, uh, the end of the quarantine, uh, we watched Crime Scene, The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel, or just Cecil Hotel for short. Well, it looked very promising. It did look very promising. It looked like, like it was going to be the most interesting thing we've seen in a while. Yes. It's four episodes. 
uh, as opposed to Tiger King 7. Right. Uh, we watched it all in one night just because we could. Um, it was boring. It was boring. Like, we were both kind of doing things during it. Well, yeah, because I it's, guessed it, like, just yeah. a few minutes in. Yeah. It. Well, at first, like, it's talking about, oh, yeah, it's this hotel where all these murders take place, and it attracts all these, like, person extreme personalities. And, and it's blah, right blah, there blah. off of Skid Row. Skid Row, and it's reportedly, it's reportedly haunted, right? Yes. Yeah. It's and, haunted. There's been lots of deaths there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, an and, unprecedented number of deaths. And we thought that's what it was going to be about. <laughs> and it is kind of. Kind of. Like, I guess it's in the title. We should have known the vanishing at the seasonal hotel. But they're like, oh, yeah, there's here's the case of Elisa Lamb. And then they follow her for first episode. And then, like, oh, well, okay. So the first one's focusing on this, this girl disappearing. Mm-hmm. All right. And the second one, it's like, oh, they're cont- oh, it's the whole thing's about her. Yes. Okay. Yes, I mean, they they really stretched it. I mean, yeah. Okay. Um. Sure. What do you have for us, documentary? And turns out, a whole lot of nothing. Oh yeah, they stretched it. They diluted it down to a ridiculous point. Yeah. They threw in all kinds of shit they didn't need to. Nope. They got. All kinds of things in there with leaving out details that are very important until the very end. Uh Uh-huh. And I still managed to guess exactly what happened to her. Yep. Very early on. Yes. Because it seems fairly straightforward. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, um, just to kind of fill you in, she, uh, was basically the Cecil Hotel at the time was divided into two parts uh one for the people that lived there the tenants like it was rent controlled and um very cheap stay it's a very they, cheap they stay they couldn't stop doing that yeah they couldn't kick them out so they were like okay we're gonna cordon off this part the upper part for the tenants and then the lower part uh that's kind of separate called the stay on main it has a separate entrance separate entrance we're gonna Guess we're gonna gussy it up, and it's gonna be great. It's gonna be a hostel. It's gonna be a hostel. So it's still cheap. Yes. But it's gonna be fancy cheap. Yes. Attract better people. Yes, a better class of clientele or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know. And, and it attracted uh, Elisa. It did. No, this is in L.A. We should say, uh, just in Skid Row in L.A. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Elisa was there for. I forget. She was on. A break from something. She was from Canada. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she was trying to travel the world while she could mm-hmm. to get it, you know, get it in while she could. And she was there for a few weeks and she was staying at the stay on Main mm-hmm. with some other girls when she started having erratic behavior. Yes. The whole thing is predicated on four minutes of uh, elevator security uh, footage. Well, yes, but before that, yes, they do say that she had a history of depression. Yes, manic depression. Yes, they have her excerpts from her Tumblr account. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they say she has this history of manic depression. Mm-hmm. They say she's acting weird around the other people staying in her room. Mm-hmm. Right, and um, then they decide that she's being so weird because she's leaving them notes and. Mm-hmm things that they move her from the stay on main to a room in the cecil 
Yeah. Oh, I did not catch that part. Yes, they did. Mm. They moved her to her own separate room, which happened to be in the Cecil. Mm. Well, they also mentioned that uh, the only thing that they could not control was that the elevators... um, Are shared. Are shared, yeah. So they could not separate the two... Uh, the two um, classes of clientele from interacting. No, they could not. Yes. So that's that's one of the things that the internet looks. Yeah, hooked on to. Focusing on. Yeah. Yeah, they they show the elevator video of Elisa. Mm-hmm. And her weird behavior. Uh huh. And um, then they go on, and instead of telling you some shit. Uh-huh. They go to the internet sleuths and they let them throw out all of their wild theories. Yes. Well, they don't let them. They just kind of do what they want. No, no. They they went in there and that's for the docuseries. That's what they did. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. They did. And, uh... Yeah, they convoluted it to a, to a ridiculous disgusting degree. degree. And they had, of course, the police, you know, they put out the four-minute elevator footage just to kind of... So if anybody knows anything about this, mm-hmm. then let us know. And um, they um, they cut the footage. They cut the footage down a little bit because that's what you know. That's what police, police do. do. Yeah, and the internet sleuths are like, "What's missing? What's missing?" It's like probably some boring shit that doesn't matter. Yeah, just an empty elevator, probably. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's. <sighs> Like, at first glance, if you just take it at face value, it's the footage is creepy. It is creepy. It is creepy. It is weird and creepy, and I could see where everybody would look at it and go, what, what? the fuck? The elevator is behaving weird. She's behaving weird. hmm Yeah, until they do a deep dive in. Well, not that much of a deep dive. It's like she pushes a line of buttons down the, bo- or down the center uh, and the last button she pushes, you know, because they actually go into the elevator, mm-hmm. is the door open, the door hold button. The door hold button. So, so that's like, why the elevator's not closing. That's why the elevator's not closing. So it's like, okay, that makes sense. It's mm-hmm. not behaving weird. She just pushed a button and is kind of wondering why it's not closing and she's like acting paranoid. And... Yeah, she's acting very strange. Uh-huh. Um, and I mean... I even said, you know, when they showed her, I'm like, she's making fucking swimming motions. Yeah, you did. I saw you over there trying to figure it out. Like, what? Huh. It's like swimming. Like, she's asking somebody where the pool is mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. She wanted to go for a swim. She wanted to go for a swim. That's it. That, that's what happened. She wanted to go yeah. for a swim and she killed herself doing it. Yeah. And we should we should mention um, at this point that uh, basically the whole thing is um she vanished like and she was found 19 days after uh she had disappeared she was found in one of the four water tanks on the roof which is weird i gotta say yeah i didn't know places still had water tanks yeah um but maybe that's a city thing maybe it's an also an old building i guess that's true but it's still still weird weird yeah Uh, most water comes through you know the sewer the main lines yeah the city lines it has nothing to do with the water tanks on a building mm-hmm. so that's strange um mm-hmm. yes she was missing for 19 days they did search for her yeah um they say the guy who found her which was a maintenance man yes who was called out because the water in yeah. the hotel was disgusting 
Yeah, it was uh, it was discolored. It tasted funky. People were bathing People in it. People were bathing it. People drinking were drinking it. it. Oh, it's so gross. Yeah, you think about that, and it's just like, yeah, that would be. Ooh. Yeah. It's, it's gross. It's gross to think about. Yeah. And one of the things they predicate with at the beginning of the show uh, was when they found her. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he had to open the. He the had hatch. to open the hatch. Yes, which so, does not have a hinge. Does not have a hinge. Yeah. And he had to open it. And that's when he found her. So yeah. you're thinking this whole time that... That, oh, how did she... You know, because she couldn't have closed it on herself. So somebody had to dump her in there, right? And just leave her. And then they reveal at the end, very anticlimactically, that uh, the police mistakenly told like a news report... Like a TV news reporter that it was closed when they found her. And the police report, in fact, says it was open. Yeah, it was open. Yeah, which it's like... And the maintenance guy had closed it. The maintenance guy had closed it, yeah. Yeah. So then you're just... That's like in the last episode, and then you're just like, oh. So you, the documentary crew, purposely kept that information from us, the viewer. Therefore, like, I know you're trying to build drama, but it feels like you're lying to me at that point. Oh, they were. Yeah. Oh, yes, they were. Yeah. And I mean, they wait till the end to also tell you that she's coming off of four different medications to yeah. treat depression uh one of which is an antipsychotic uh-huh and i can tell you that coming off of those not taking them properly mm-hmm. it will send you into psychotic episodes mm-hmm. so there is every possibility that mm-hmm. she was having a psychotic episode in that elevator uh-huh um she was hallucinating uh-huh i mean full-blown hallucinations mm-hmm. uh, and she probably killed herself totally by accident yeah, just go, oh, here's a swimming pool. Ah! And then she, yeah, wouldn't have been able to... Can't get back out. Nope, can't and get back out, can't stay afloat forever. Yeah, she yeah. took her clothes off, she which took her they were off. at the bottom of the tank because yes. she took them off in the tank trying to be able to reduce drag and stay afloat longer. Yes. Oh, uh, that's not a mystery. They tried to make it a mystery. They tried to make it a mystery, which it's like, you know, you wasted four hours of my time basically trying to go huh and you had all the facts mm-hmm. like i feel cheated extremely yeah and the fact that people are still acting like it's a mystery right uh like like there's something in the video that we missed uh yeah because no internet sleuths like yeah. that's one of the they get they gave voice to it and they do in the doc say oh yeah you know these people really fucked up our investigation mm-hmm. You know, and really, and it's like, that's great, but you're still giving them voice by talking to them. Yes, and and they're still going, saying that it's wrong. Yeah. And it's not wrong. You're like, ah, oh, the time code is weird, like, you can't see it, it's blurry in the video. It's like, yeah, because, you know, because it's unimportant. And it's a police footage. <laughs> it's police footage. And they release it that way on purpose. Yeah, like, and they they never claim that they released, like, the whole... Unedited version. Unedited version, yeah. And they why have... would they? Yeah, they have every right to not. Yeah. Yeah. It, it would interfere with things, and I just... Yeah. It made me angry. Yeah. I think above all else, this series made me angry. Uh-huh. And I don't recommend it. I feel if you want to know what happened to Elisa Lamp, you can type in her name, and it will come up with an article, and it will tell you immediately. Yeah, just read it. Um, and it's... Uh, pointless. Pointless. Yeah, I was hoping for ghosts. <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, we were hoping for something. Yeah. That would be interesting. It was not. It 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 really was convoluted. It was a convoluted mess done on purpose to try and get money. It was done poorly. Mm. And it makes me angry. I, I feel that it takes advantage of the mental health situation. Mm-hmm. And I think that that needs to be called attention to more. And people should not stop taking their medication for this reason. Exactly. Yeah, no. So, if we were to ask Max, Max, how do you feel about this? Did it also make you angry like me? Yeah, that's the extreme growl of disapproval. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we are definitely in sync on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a, it was a Friday evening. A Friday evening of just like, I think we had a palate cleanser. Yeah. I forgot what it was. Lord only knows. But. Anything would have been better. Yeah, we needed a palate cleanser. It might have been Bob's Burgers. I think it was Bob's Burgers. Yes. Which, at some point, will be an episode. Most likely. Most likely. There's too much. But there's so many seasons. There's so many seasons. So much to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at some point, we're going to have to figure out how we're going to format episodes based on series that don't have continuity this is true yeah but we'll figure that out until then until then we will continue we will continue to be ever vigilant in our quest yes we will take great notes yes and try to give you honest reviews yes so that you know what to expect or so that you can also agree or disagree with us, as you will while listening to this. Exactly. Because, you know, your opinion is your opinion, and I can't tell you not to love the Cecil Hotel. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you, you should hate the fucking Cecil Hotel. <laughs> but, the, uh... The docuseries, not the actual hotel. Yeah, I, I mean the docuseries. Although, you know, that seems like a shady place also. I don't think it's open right now, either. It's not? No, it's still closed. Oh, because COVID? Renovations. Renovations. And COVID. Haunted renovations. Exactly. (laughs) So, but yeah, I mean, I can't tell you to watch it. Max can't tell you to watch it or not watch it. Mm -hmm. You're going to do what you want to do. But the snoot knows all. Well, the snoot does know all, but he can't control you. Can't he? No, but he can judge you. Yes, he can always judge. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Feel his judgment upon you. Mm Mm-hmm. Feel it. I just got the sandy lick of judgment from the Theo. <laughs> it's rare, but it happens. <laughs> <laughs> He's been sitting below the mic the whole time. Very, He's quite content. Quite content to be pet. I'm Where? surprised he's not purring. Where is Max over there drinking away? He mm. ate his bone. Yes, he he is thirsty after the... After the sea slaughter. He is thirsting. about the water tank. Oh, that's terrible. He had to cleanse his palate. He had to cleanse his... Yes. He had to cleanse his snoot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't blame him. No. There is much judgment to be had. Exactly. So we want to thank you for joining us for this episode of The Order, the of, order the snoot. of the Snoot. Yes, for our double dip. Yes. And as always, you know, you can find us on Twitter at Order of the Snoot. Yes, you can find us on Facebook. You know, just type in facebook.com slash Order of the Snoot. Um, you can find our show page on the Omniplex at theomniplex.org slash Order of the Snoot. Yes, and I also must recommend 
just cross promotion uh the omniplex also has a podcast as me my friends austin and zephyr and we talk about movies and entertainment this is true it is also quite entertaining ah well thank you <laughs> uh, email us show suggestions comments or just say hey order of the snoot at gmail.com and of course you can always rate and review us on itunes podchaser or your favorite podcatcher. It helps us out every time. Yes, it does. It helps us climb those charts, which helps us get, you know, found, etc., etc., etc. It helps a lot. It spreads the order. It spreads the order. Tell a friend about the order of the snoot. The order must be known. The order must be known. And yet, at the same time, it must be secret. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I went to I f- went to my first Fight Club the other night. It was great. I kind of missed the opening, but I can't recommend <laughs> Fight Club enough. <laughs> you don't know the first rule of Fight Club. Exactly. That was a tweet somebody said. I know, right? <laughs> this cast has been a production of two faithful members of the ever-growing Order of the Snoot. And just remember, we, we are, are not, not a, a cult. cult. Uh-huh.